0: I was so fixated on quitting my day job. I was so ready to just be full-time with my business. That was the only thing I could think about. I got so stressed. I started raising my voice at my daughter. My husband started telling me, Olena, something is going on with you. Like you need to make some changes because you are not you anymore. And that made me realize that I forgot about everything else, everything good that was happening in my life. And then once... That realization came to me once I started leaning back in, into those other areas. My mood improved. But also miracle happened. I found an opportunity and a way to enhance my business. I found the direction that I wanted to go to. And it all happened because I brought back that right emotional state. Have you ever wondered
1: whether there's actually a sustainable way to balance a healthy and meaningful life with your busy schedule? Well, you're in luck, Balancer, because I did too. And the Balance Theory podcast is now a dedicated space to be curious in finding a balance that just works. Because since we're being honest here, balance isn't a one size fits all. I'm your host, Erica, and let's dive into today's episode. All right, balances. today's guest is a life design coach and mentor, as well as the, cr- the creator of the Brevery Life Design System. She helps busy, modern, professional, and entrepreneurial women thrive in both work and life. She helps them by designing their lives around who they are, what they believe, and what they want to achieve. Her mission and ours here at The Balance Theory are so closely aligned, and so it's my absolute pleasure to have her on the show today. A warm welcome to Olena Mitrak. Olena, a very warm welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much, Erika. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
1: I'm really excited to have you on too. We were just chatting off air uh, a little bit about your, you moved a couple of years ago to the US, originally from the Ukraine, you moved there for work. uh, And and we sort of started to get into how, you know, you make these big life decisions that you don't regret for anything because you would never be where you are today. Um, And one thing I know you've kind of cultivated and created, which I'm really interested to learn a bit more about, is your life design system. So I actually just want to get stuck straight into it and and for you to just share a little bit about what it is and then we can get stuck into how to implement it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I could talk about it all day long, but I'll try to keep it short. And honestly, it's something that I had never planned on creating, uh, but this is the result of my lifelong journey back to myself in a way. And uh, looking back, I just realized that I, for many years, was living a life that wasn't exactly my life. I was just kind of flowing going in the with the flow, doing what people were telling me to do, or just following some stereotypes, some norms, because I just didn't know any better, and so mm. many of us do the same thing, make the same mistakes, and if you' are listening and if you're like, "Oh, that's me, I don't want to feel bad because it's not your fault. it's not our fault that we do that. We just don't know any better. nobody teaches us how to live our lives the way we want to believe in them. And then on the other side of the spectrum, and this is what happened to me about nine years ago when I suddenly realized that 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 is what was happening. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get back control, right? I need to get in charge of my life. And then what we usually do, and also what I see my students, women who I mentor do, is we sit down and we try to create a plan. We try to map out our life in a way that it's like linear life path to success, to happiness, whatever that is. And then we usually have two struggles. We either cannot come up with this plan at all because Mm. we're like, I don't know what I want. I don't know who I want to be. And this is exactly what I was going through. It took me months and months to figure out where to even go, where to even start. You just don't even
1: have that clarity, right, of a starting Exactly,
0: exactly. And I remember when I was going through that period of my life, I felt like all the possible doors could be open in front of me. But I didn't know which door to open. I was like, I can take any opportunity that uh, that I want, but what do I want? It was so hard to even answer that question because up until that point, I had never even asked myself that question. What do I mm. want? We are so busy trying to match to somebody's expectations, leave to somebody's Stereotypes that we never think about what it is that we want, who we are, what we believe. And so then again, we struggle to come up with this plan. But even if we do come up with the plan that we think is the perfect plan, then once we step on that path, something happens. Like the plan works until I like to say life punches us in the face. Some something unexpected happens. And that happens all the time. Emergencies happen things go not as planned, and then you're stuck again. Then you, again, don't know what to do because you had all this perfect plan outlined, and now it's all outdated. It's not valid anymore. So what do you do now? So when I realized that, and as I was going through that journey, I realized that it's not about creating that plan and making it perfect because it's just impossible. It's not about also trying to make it simple because life is too complicated. Life is too multifaceted. We have, and I love how you say work and life, but it's so much more than just work and life. You can unpack both these parts so much. It's so deep. And this is the beauty of our life. And the best way to embrace it is instead of trying to have that, whatever you try to create, dictate what you do, I like to think of it as like guardrails, some framework that allows you at any point in time to make intentional decisions that are aligned with who you are, with what you want to achieve, but also they take into account your current life situation, your life season, your life circumstances.
1: Amazing. And I already know how empowering it's going to be when you take us through the system and and potentially how to apply it. But I just want to reverse one moment because I know for a fact, a lot of the listeners, it's a conversation I have with many of them over and over again. It's this idea of, okay, I'm doing this career. Let's just, I'll use myself as an example, right? I'm working as a lawyer. I know it's not the thing for me. I know that if I sit and reflect, I go, okay, I've fallen into it because society told me that was a good job, you know? And sometimes, yes, it's this external noise that we listen to. Like you shared yourself in your own experience, you kind of created this path or this life based on what they wanted. And I think a lot of the time we're not at fault, but we also create those limitations, right? We say, well, that's our life. that's we, we've we've taken in that feedback and used that as the limits. So to yeah. some degree, I think we are responsible. Maybe we're not at fault for being in that position in the first place. But I think once you hear conversations like this, and you have the thought to potentially ask yourself a different question, the responsibility is 100% on you. My question is, for those people listening who have that idea that maybe they're not doing the thing that's really soul aligned for them, right? Mm -hmm. How do they start to unpack or think about what would be the right thing? You know, because I think it's quite daunting and and I really – resonate with one of the things you said, which is when you have that moment of curiosity, there's so many doors in front of you and you can do one of many things, right? You could go try X, Y, Z, you could upskill and learn basically anything on YouTube these days, you know, unless it requires a degree. So how do you know what to try or go into? How, how do you, how do you encourage anybody listening to maybe pick a passion and try something out so that they can see, you know, is, is
0: this next thing meant for me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is such a good question, because I think so many of us struggle with this. And I think also we have this zero or one mentality sometimes, like I have this life now, which I hate. I have an idea of the dream life, me in the future living my dream life. But that is there is such a big gap between now and then, it's just impossible to achieve, so I won't even start. And sometimes that blocks us from taking the first step. And the first step really should not be big. So what I like to do and the two main components of the system that I created are our core values and our personal strengths. And the importance of both of them in different ways, but really is to to create more colors in your life. When you live in line with your values, when you live in line with what's important to you, you feel more fulfilled. You feel like you are starting to, like your purpose is starting to manifest. And so, some of us are trying to find the purpose and they can't find this purpose, but really it's, you can't find the purpose. You, you create your purpose by doing things that make you feel fulfilled. And it is a lifelong journey. You won't just sit and write them all down and uh, you'll be done. It's about look, potential looking back or thinking about asking yourself, what is important to me in life? Or if I like this question, which I call the wild question, because it helps unblock some limitations that we have in our mind. Like, if I had three wishes, if you had three wishes, what what would you wish for? And what is interesting is you might have heard of this question before, for those of you who are listening, but sometimes we give these surface level answers, answers that people expect of us, or answers that, again, we've heard, or answers that we think are right. So, maybe you're First answer will be peace in the world or everybody happy, everybody rich, no more uh, poor people, something like that. And it's important to start unpacking that. Never stop at the surface level answer, because even if we take the example of peace, maybe you are saying this just because you think it is what you should be asking for. But maybe, and uh, it's going to be like a personal example for me. So I'm from Ukraine. There is a war happening in Ukraine right now. For people who are going through their war experience, for them, asking for peace is not just a cliche answer, right? For them, it's something that they have really experienced, they have gone through, and for them, it means something. And so finding that meaning, instead of just focusing on the words, but really finding that meaning of Why is this thing important to me? What does it mean to me? How does it manifest itself in my life? Then it becomes really interesting and impactful. Because then in the simplest actions that you take, in the simplest activities that you perform in your day-to-day life, just going on a walk. I don't know. Like I take my daughter to school every morning. And I just enjoy looking around and seeing the birds or the blooming trees. It brings me joy. It makes me happy. So these simple things like that, but once you know that one of your values is maybe appreciating of beauty, for me, this is like in my case, that, that, that it was, it makes, it fills your life with meaning, and then from there, you just start living your life, filling it with more and more of these experiences, and then one day, you will wake up, and you will have that clarity in your head, knowing what to do next on a like, higher level. So instead of trying to come up with that North Star from day one, just try to fill your life today with more of these positive experiences, joyous experiences, energizing experiences that will make your life today better. Don't focus too much. Don't fixate too much on what's coming in the future. Focus on today. And this is. It it comes back to the concept of mindfulness and being connected with yourself, right? We are so busy running around and just chasing things. We never take the chance to slow down and to connect with ourselves. What can make me happy now, in this moment?
1: There's a lot I want to unpack here, but I just want to start by saying I'm very pleasantly surprised at the approach because I think sometimes when we're talking about, okay, let's just find a side hobby or let's find what the next big thing is that we're going to do, right? We can put so much pressure on ourselves to find or define that north star. And so what I really like about your approach is it's almost a reverse engineer. It's instead of saying, okay, you want to do something else, find that something else. It's saying actually use your energy to hone in and understand yourself better because when you understand yourself better, the lens in which you're then viewing the next opportunity is way more aligned than if you were just trying to find the thing. You know, that's kind of like a very, now that I think about it, a surface level way of looking at finding our next thing. It doesn't factor in, you know, our core values and our personal skills, which form part of your life design, which I think is a really beautiful way to ensure that as we move forward, we move forward in alignment, which is something that, you know, comes and goes from time to time. But this is a really good framework to kind of live by. So if we kind of drill in now into the framework, I want to focus on the core values, because I think it's something, I mean, I personally don't ever recall being taught about core values at school, having to identify my core values at really any moment in my life. I think the first time I personally did it was um, I'm sure a lot of you listening have heard of the podcaster, Jay Shetty. He's got a lot of programs that he runs on finding your purpose. And so I remember I, I did one of his like online programs once and it asked, what are your core values? And that was the first time I sat down and I thought, you know, I looked at it kind of first and I thought, oh yeah, easy, like I'll write them out. And then when I actually thought about it, I thought I've never actually taken the time to define what these are. I mean, sure, a lot of them maybe are subconscious. But I don't think I mean I'd be I'd be happy to place a bet that most of us have haven't actually taken the time to do that. And why I think it's so important is, like you beautifully described before, it provides those guide um, the handrails basically through which you can move within. And then any decision you make can be bounced off those core values, and it helps you build out your foundation. So can you just walk us through? how we would start to identify our core values. Is there like a list or common ones you can kind of share just to get people's mind racing? Is it to look at different areas of our life and think about values within those or is it just within us generally and it applies across the board? I'd be really interested to hear, I guess, the approach to working out our core values.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Be- and, and you are so right about nobody teaches us all these skills all this knowledge and all these tools while they absolutely should (laughs) like one of my real like missions my aspirations is to have life design be taught in schools and have people teach mothers teach it to their daughters by by example because i think it's just so so important we get all this academic education but nobody really teaches us how to live our lives so it's really important to start changing that and there are ways to start uh, uncovering your personal values because again on a very in a very short de- definition the core value is anything that is important to you it can be a belief a concept an idea anything and if you, 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 you might even Google them, and there are like hundreds and hundreds of possible words that you can come up with. Just to name a few, it can be honesty, love, accountability, or it can be wealth, it can be pride, it can be authority, it can be connection, belonging. So all these words, I think if we ask ourselves, are they important? We'll probably say, yes, all of them are important. So the question is not about uh, which one of those are in general important to you, but which ones could you really not live without? And again, while you're starting to ask this question, you always want to understand what it means to you. Because the way I describe love might be different from the way you describe love in a way that it means to you. Yes, we all have a... General understanding of what love is, right? But how we express love or how we receive love, it's all different ways. And there are different love languages, for example, right? So all of us show it in different ways. Or, yeah, coming, coming back to connection. Maybe you for you, it's more about connecting with uh, your peers or your, your spouse or your, your kids. For somebody else, it might be connection with the environment, with nature, with with our planet. So it always, it's, it's, it's never the word. It's always whatever it means to you. Mm-hmm. And I like how you asked whether it's good to uh, uncover them in general or in different life areas. I call them live domains, actually. So th- this is one of the components of life design system is understanding your life domains, understanding what your life really consists of, because as we already discussed, it's so much more than work and life. It's, it can be business and corporate job. Maybe it can be multiple businesses. It's just and just work part, right? And when it comes to life, it can be your family. And even with your family, you can d- try to differentiate maybe your uh, relationship with your spouse, with your kids, with your siblings, with your parents, sure. depending on your on your family situation. It's also your friendships. It's also your community life, your social life, your health journey, your fitness journey, whatever else there might be. It's up to you to create that life, uh, Mm -hmm. landscape, life map, what I call. And then you can ask yourself, you can pick one life domain and you can ask yourself, what kind of person do I want to be in this part of my life? What is important to me in this part of my life? And then as you are starting to uncover this, look for some examples of specific examples, specific activities that are related, that can prove this point in this hypothesis that maybe. Love or empathy is your personal value. And then when it becomes really interesting is in order to uncover your core values, the ones that manifest themselves in more than one life domain, you can start looking for examples in some other life domains. For example, love in family is kind of obvious, right? We all understand what that means. But try to think about whether you express love in, in your work environment or maybe in your fitness journey. And see how you either are already doing this or how you can be doing this. Maybe love in your fitness journey can be you not going for that workout, for that run today because you you need to rest. It's about you showing yourself love because, again, it's it's a two-way street. So it's always trying to go one way deeper. Whenever you feel like, oh, I got to the answer, just ask another why. Ask another question that will force you to go deeper. Some people will say that there are, and I sometimes like to say that some values are internal and some values are external. And the way we differentiate this is internal values are the ones that we internally believe are the ones that will help promote our well-being, that will make us happy, that will bring us more joy. And external values are usually the ones from some external force, external pressure. Usually these are some stereotypes when people say, in order to be a good mother, good woman, good wife, you need to do these. And we grow up with these stereotypes in our head. And these things become important to us. But maybe for a wrong reason. And I think what's really essential and important to understand here is not really where it came from. Because sometimes it's impossible to understand whether a particular thing is important to you just because it grew in you internally, right? Or somebody at some point influenced that. What, me, what matters is how it makes you feel. If hmm. thinking about this value makes you feel like like you got wings behind your, your back, like you can do anything, it's so, it, it's so meaningful to you, it's so empowering to you, you want to do it because it just brings you happiness and joy, then it's a good value. If thinking about this thing, whatever that concept is, makes you feel small, makes you feel stressed even even though it might still be important right but that's probably not the right value for you these mm-hmm. are the ones that you it's it you might want to uncover right because it it brings more self awareness once you know your enemy you you can deal with this enemy but these are the ones that you want to stay away from and you want to move towards those ones that make you feel like you have that energy that spark inside you like you feel like you can do anything.
1: Absolutely. I think a nice um, way to look at those is, does it make you feel expansive or like restrictive? And I think yeah. that is very telling of kind of your relationship with it. This conversation has kind of um, sparked an idea in my mind. And I think if you look at your life through the lens of your values, there's a massive opportunity for you to reconnect with areas where there may be a gap. So if we go back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, we were speaking about potentially not feeling connected or just having gone through the motions with your work or career to a point where you're just doing something because you've just landed in a position where you're just doing it right. And you're now being curious and looking at other things. I think what's really interesting is if you consider the areas of your life. So within the balance theory, we break it down into your health, your relationships and your fulfillment. And obviously within those, there are many categories that get filled, but just simply those three. And you say, okay, it's my fulfillment. It's my work that's lacking right now. But maybe you've got a really strong connection with your health or your relationships. You can look at the values that feel quite expansive in those areas. You can then convert your exercise and say, okay, I'm going to... Someone on the show before has described it as the why times five. So you ask why five times until you mm-hmm. really get to the answer, right? And you can ask that of the area that's lacking or the space you fill a gap in, Right. So let's just, I'm going to use love as an example because I feel there's a strong value of mine. You've you've brought it up on the show. So if you say, okay, I've got love in my health, I've got love in my relationships, for me it's lacking in my fulfillment. Where is it lacking specifically? Or how could I bring that? What what would help me bring out love in this area? then we can start to realize how reverse engineering, starting from the values or your skills, which you haven't touched on yet, but starting from those two as part of your life design is such a nice and meaningful way to approach then, okay, well, what am I going to do next? Because then you know that next thing has to embrace your value of love or of integrity or of honesty or of truth, whatever it is, you start to then take really aligned action. So I just wanted to call that out for people feeling and it may not even be your work, right? Maybe you're really tired of your fitness and health routine, maybe you're tired of your uh you know the way you're meal prepping, e- anything really that forms a part of your day-to-day life that you feel is lacking that expansiveness, you know, like you were sharing which is so beautiful. You go for a walk and you feel joy at the birds and the sun. I have a similar experience when I see sunset every day I try and watch it. So yeah. if you're lacking that within any area of your life, I think Starting at what value is is missing here is a is a nice filler instead of what is missing here as as though it's a thing you know because a value is almost just an extension of you so I just wanted to piece it together like that because that's how it's landed in my mind and I think it's a really really beautiful way to look at it just quickly before we wrap up the conversation I want to ask you about something which is close to my heart and I feel just based off what we've been talking about and and the way you kind of approach what, what you know, the work you do and what you talk about on your podcast too, I think will resonate with you as well. I'd be curious at how you would describe the concept of sustainable success. Um, because I feel this is a topic where people feel like if they have big goals and dreams, they have to sacrifice so much in their life to achieve that, right? And you find a lot of people who admittedly, yes, they have been successful, they get to the end of this two to five-year stint where they've just put their head down and given everything, and the health is a mess, the relationships are a mess, basically every other area of their life is a mess. And So I'm very curious in the conversation of sustainable success, and I'd love to know uh, if and what that means anything to you.
0: Yeah, this is this is such a great question. And just just to recap, I'm going to get to that, but I just really want to p- point out that to me, success is sustainable by default, because otherwise it just doesn't look to be like like a success to me. But the way I I think of it is, yes, so we have these goals, we have these uh, dreams. And sometimes we focus, as you said, too much. And usually this is work or business when we really put all of our effort and we forget about anything else. But to take a step back, when it even What is sustainability even? We always talk about sustainability when it comes to environment, our planet, and it's all about preserving resources, right? And replenishing those resources. So we never talk about preserving or replenishing our own resources when it comes to us pursuing our goals. So True. when you start focusing so much and fixating so much on that goal of yours to hit that milestone with your business or make that launch successful or whatever that might be for you or take that next step in the career ladder, then what is starting to happen, you are using resources, but you are not replenishing them. Replenishing. Because you forget about everything else that's going on in your life. You are so fixated on this one particular life domain. But the way to preserve those resources and to replenish them is to look in those other areas and to realize that my career is just one of those 10 life domains that I have. There is so mm-hmm. much more in my life that is, hap- that is happening right now that is so amazing. I have this amazing relationship with my spouse. My kid is so talented. I love them. I have friends. All these things, these are the things that in areas where you can lean into to get that energy back that you can then put back into your business but because you don't for, you forget about it you don't remember about it it's hard and you burn out and you end up potentially god forbid in a hospital and you get sick right so it's really really important to always remember what that complete life map looks like for you remember that work is just one of the of the areas and remember to Go and lean into those other areas to gain that energy back. And it comes back to what I was saying earlier about us being able to even find the ways to achieve results when we are in the right positive emotional state. Because when you overfixate on something, when you get so stressed, and it happened to me about a year ago, I was so fixated on quitting my day job. I was so ready to just be full time with my business. That was the only thing I could think about. I got so stressed. I started raising my voice at my daughter. My husband started telling me, Olena, something is going on with you. Like you need to make some changes because you are not you anymore. And that made me realize that I forgot about everything else, everything good that was happening in my life. And then once that realization came to me, once I started leaning back into those other areas, my mood improved. But also, miracle happened. I found an opportunity and a way to enhance my business. I found the direction that I wanted to go to. And it all happened because I brought back that right emotional state. So mm. coming back to my point that su- success is sustainable by default, I don't really measure success by numbers, whether it's my bank account or if I go for a run, like how fast I ran or how long I ran or any other numbers. I measure it by achieving results that make me feel good and enjoying my life in the process because our life is happening today. Whatever goal you achieve in a year or five years from now, you will be amazed that you're not going to be as happy while you hit that goal as you think you will be because then you'll just set another goal. And it's then true. this becomes a complete, like a constant for an, the next goal, the next goal, and you forget to believe in your life. So the true success to me is about living your life the best way you can today, taking the most out of it today while still moving towards those big goals, aspirations, uh, milestones that you want to, to accomplish. And then you will, go, you will, mo- you will get there. That's, that's, that's the magic of it.
1: I definitely share a very similar view and approach to you and I appreciate that success means something different to everyone but I think if anything this serves as a really beautiful reminder that you are so much more than your work and what you do for work it's a part of you for sure but it doesn't define you entirely and being good at what you do in work only fuels you to be good at who you are in relationships, to be good at who you are for yourself and vice versa. Those other areas fuel you and your capacity to show up. So I love the that you broke down the concept of sustainability and it's actually about recharging and replenishing, which is what we need to do for ourselves. Elena, I wanna thank you so, so much for coming on the show today. I've learned a lot. I've had a really beautiful conversation with you and it's been a pleasure getting to know a little bit more about your philosophy for the listeners who want to connect with you, follow along your journey, connect to the podcast, where's the best place they can go? And I'll pop some links in the show notes. Yes.
0: Yeah, so I have a website. It's thebrevery.com. I'm also very active on Instagram at thebrevery. And uh, please feel free to send me a DM. I'm always ready to answer any questions you might have. I have my own podcast. It's called the Spark Your Life podcast, which you can also find on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you want to hear a bit more about my personal stories, my personal journey or life design system that I created. And it, it has been a pleasure to have a conversation with you. I really was excited about it. Uh, and for anybody listening and for anybody wondering what you like, whether you can change your life, you absolutely can. It's just, it's about giving yourself space and freedom to make the right decisions, decisions that are right for you. So it's always about connecting with yourself and sometimes removing that outside noise start there if anything just block out all the noise and sit in silence with yourself and just ask yourself what do I want and you'll go from there I, I I promise
1: absolutely I have nothing to add to that and I think that's such a beautiful place to leave our chat so thank you so so much again and I look forward to following along uh and learning more for you from you as the time goes on
0: thank you Erika it was a pleasure thank you.